The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus proposed another parable to the crowds, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a man who sowed good seed in his field. While everyone was asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds all through the wheat, and then went off. When the crop grew and bore fruit, the weeds appeared as well. The slaves of the householder came to him and said, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where have the weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. His slaves said to him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? He replied, No. If you pull up the weeds, you might uproot the wheat along with them. Let them grow together until harvest. Then at harvest time, I will say to the harvesters, First collect the weeds and tie them in bundles for burning, but gather the wheat into my barn. The Gospel of the Lord Some of you remember Billy Graham, who was called the most popular American preacher of the 20th century. He once shared a story about his wife, Ruth, who was driving through miles of construction. After carefully following all of the detours, she came to the final sign that read, End of construction. Thank you for your patience. Chuckling, Ruth drove home and told Billy that when the time came, she wanted that as the epitaph on her tombstone. And it was. Ruth Graham, 1920 to 2007. End of construction. Thank you for your patience. I've always been drawn to that story because Ruth had the humility and even the humor to laugh at herself, to admit that she had both weeds and wheat growing in her life. She was a work in progress. That's been the story of my life and my priesthood, too. Weeds and wheat, sin and grace, failure and redemption. Wouldn't it be humbling, but also freeing, if we could all say that about ourselves? that despite our best efforts, we're still a work in progress? So where's the wheat growing in my life? What's going well? Or how am I building up the kingdom of God? And where are those weeds? How do I struggle Give in to temptation. At times I'm impatient with myself, wondering why are there weeds at all? I hate them. I don't want them. Weeds choke the goodness out of me. They make me impatient and at times selfish. Why must these weeds exist? The gospel tells us. A man sowed good seed in his field, Jesus says. But while everyone was asleep, his enemy came and sowed weeds all through the field. Jesus warns us plainly, there's an enemy in this world, the evil one, who sows weeds in our lives. His purpose is to frustrate, to impede our growth, to sap our goodness. 
but he only sows weeds when we're asleep. In the New Testament, to sleep is a metaphor for neglect. We fall asleep when we let our guard down, when we ignore our conscience, when we become morally lax or complacent. Only then, when we stop discerning, are weeds planted within us. So what are the common temptations I face in my life? How do I allow these weeds to grow? Maybe I struggle with judgment, selfishness, impatience, or gossip. During this pandemic, maybe we've all become spiritually complacent, lazy in prayer, or distant from the sacraments. It's a humbling truth, but I know my life is a combination of weeds and wheat, sin and grace, failure and redemption. I'm still very much a work in progress. Maybe we all are. But if I am a work in progress, shouldn't I be equally as patient with others? It only seems fair. But Jesus knows just how hard that can be for us, being patient, withholding our judgment. Remember what he says in the parable. The enemy sows weeds in the field while everyone is asleep. Once the workers reawaken, however, they're furious. They're ready to rip out every weed in the field. But the farmer demands his servants practice restraint. Now is not the time to judge. That time comes in the end, the harvest. How often are we like those servants? Zealous, quick to judge, ready to uproot the weeds in other people's lives, ignoring the weeds growing in our own. We see this happening in finger-pointing politics, on the front page of tabloids, and in our homes. How many of us are guilty of nitpicking at our spouse or children? We know their shortcomings, and at times we even dwell on them. Meanwhile, weeds of judgment and impatience are being planted within us. This is why the Lord tells us to refrain from judgment. Every life is a story of weeds and wheat, sin and grace, failure and redemption. Judgment is rightfully reserved for God, who alone is perfect. When the time comes, perhaps Ruth Graham's epitaph could be saved for us all. End of construction. Thank you for your patience. Until then, Jesus says, Be merciful, just as your heavenly Father is merciful, because we ourselves shall be judged as we have judged others.